Welcome in, everybody. It is Tuesday, June 11th, 2019. Thanks for coming in and listening to the show, if you're checking it out. I did take a week off, so if you were expecting a show last week, I apologize. I was going to do an episode on Friday, kind of recapping everything, um, but that didn't actually happen. So we'll kind of see what happens here. Uh, I'm getting back into the groove of re-recording stuff. Um, I know it's just a week, but... um, No, I covered the D3 Baseball World Series. We'll talk a little bit about that. We're going to talk a little bit about the NCAA College World Series. That's the Division I one that's coming up. Um, That starts this weekend. We're going to talk a little bit about MLB Baseball. We'll talk about the Cedar Rapids Colonels. Uh, We'll talk a little bit about the NBA Finals, NHL, Stanley Cup playoffs, and we'll talk a little bit about some more local soccer, and then we'll give a little update about other things. So I think what I'll kick it off with is I'm going to kick it off with our soccer talk, and then I'll probably end it with uh, talking about the Baseball World Series and all that. But to kind of recap everything, we are in the Women's World Cup right now. Um, The U.S. plays today at, I believe, 2 o'clock my time. Um... They are my favorites to win. Um, You can look up all that stuff on FIFA, um, see all the teams, and there's a lot of teams it's their first time in. They expanded, I believe, the field this year. Um, But that'll run all the way till the 7th of July. Um, So that's a big big deal. That's a big thing that's that's going on now. Um, My favorite is the U.S., of course. I think the U.S. wins the entire thing. Um, That is my hope, at least, is that they win the whole thing. Um, but, you you know, there's always teams that can stun them. France is a team that I think they really want to win because it's on their home. It's in their home country. Um, they're the hosts, so we'll see that. Spain could be deadly. Germany's always deadly. Brazil can be dangerous. Japan is dangerous. We learned that in 2015. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, 2015 they beat us because we won in 17. 18-19. Well, it, yeah, we won the last one. Japan beat us the time before, so, um, but we're ready. I think I think the women's team's ready. They got a lot of talent: Alex Morgan, Megan Rapinoe, Carly Lloyd, Julie Ertz. Uh, a lot of these guys. I know this is Carly Lloyd's last World Cup, um, so we'll see how the women do today. I think they beat Thailand handily. They've also got Chile and one other team, Sweden, in their group. So, dangerous, a couple dangerous teams in that group as well. So, well, I think Chile could be dangerous. I think Sweden could be dangerous too. So, we'll see how that goes. Sounders are struggling a little bit. They did lose 2-1 to to Montreal um, on the 5th. Um, They also are down a few um, players due to international things being called up. Uh, we're missing Christian Roldan, we're missing Jordan Morris, they're both called into Gold Cup. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about the Gold Cup when it goes in the U.S. men's team. Does not look great right now. Um, they look to be struggling a little bit. Um, they did lose to Venezuela, which is not good. Um, 3-0. Um... And it was just, it was tough to watch. It was tough to listen to. Uh, I don't know. It, it's it's weird to me that our women's team can be so good and win, you know, they've won three World Cups, they're going for four, 
Um, and our men's team just struggles mightily. And I think it's because um, for, for, for women, you know, there's not like base, like they have softball, but there's no professional. I mean, there is a professional softball league, but there's not, it's not as popular. And there's not football and there's not, you know, there's the WNBA and there's, you know, it's, it's different for them. And I think there's more of a focus for young girls and young women to, to play soccer because they know that there's something for them and they, they are very focused on it and they're very good at it. And I think the men get, you know, we don't have the best, we have some of the great, I mean, soccer players are great athletes. It's just, it's hard to get guys to want to play soccer when they want to play baseball and make a lot of money doing that. And they want to play football and make a lot of money doing that. And I think that's where the MLS needs to step in and, and start doing it the way other countries do it when it comes to monetary things. So we'll see how that goes. That's a whole nother story um, on that end. But Sounders are down. Um, they're in third now. Um, and hopefully they'll get some guys back soon and and start getting some wins, but I think it's it's we're into the, we're going into international breaks and stuff. Um, I think this summer there's at least one or two I think because we start World Cup qualifying and all these things. But we'll see how those go. I hope the Mariners can excuse me turn it around a little bit and kind of get back into the win column. Um, local soccer wise, as I try to group things together here. Um, the Cedar Rapids Inferno, they got their first win in, in club history this weekend. I was there for the last 45 minutes of the game. I had to work, um, but I watched it. It was at Mount Mercy University, which is just down the road here from me. Um, they play on the football field there, lacrosse. I guess they have lacrosse there, too, because they have lacrosse lines on the field. It's a beautiful It's a beautiful complex there. They've got their baseball, football, and softball stadium. Well, baseball, football, soccer, all those all together there near the college. Um, but no, they won four to one against the Croatian Eagles. It's another UPSL team. Um, so good for the, good for the Inferno. I'm definitely going to be going to more games. The turnout I felt was very good at the game. It was pretty warm. Um, and the sun was kind of beaten down in the direction of where the fans sit, but everybody, I think toughed it out and they got a big win. Um, I know the coach, I believe his name is Kenan. Um, he scored a goal, watched him do that. I believe it was penalty maybe yes and then he I think he assisted on one too it was fantastic um so good to watch those things great to see those teams doing well there uh we'll talk a little bit about the colonels as we get into baseball which we're gonna move to baseball um in that sense which I've got a pile of baseballs here on my desk um I think eventually I'm gonna make a set at some point where I'm gonna have all the baseballs on it um I got three baseballs at the uh world series um, the College World Series, um, and then I've got a couple Midwest League baseballs, but we're going to talk um, MLB, and we're going to talk about the Colonels, um, and then we'll talk about, like I said at the end, we'll talk about the NCAA tournament. Um, we'll probably work the Division One tournament in here, because I have more to talk about out of the D3 World Series, um, but the Mariners are not doing great still. They're 28-41. and 41. They did trade Jay Bruce. Um, you know, the minor league teams for the Mariners are doing great. The Arkansas Travelers just won the first half in their minor league division, which we'll talk a little bit about that too. Um, the they're just the Mariners are just struggling, and I think it has a lot to do with their pitching um, and whatnot. But um, we'll see how that goes. 
for them because it's it's tough being a Mariners fan in general. <laughs> um, but I'm hoping they can turn it around. They're playing the Twins, and the Twins are super hot right now. Um, the Twins have a lot of good players. Byron Buxton's up there. He's doing great. He played at the Colonels. I didn't get to see him play. But that'll transition us into the Colonels. The Colonels have had a lot of guys called up as of late. Um, you know, they're, they've been on a homestand for, I think it was like 14 days or something like that because of, because of the baseball tournament. Um, they probably could have come home <laughs> and played some games uh, in between. You know, in June, because they were all, all they all they really needed the stadium for was from May. Um, oh, what was it? May thirty first until like June fifth, which would have been last Wednesday. Which we made it to the fourth. We didn't even need it uh, to go that long. But they were on the road basically from May thirty first until well, they've been on the road actually since the twenty eighth of May. So they've played I think fifteen games, but they lost. Oh, let's see. One, two, three. They lost three. Wait, that's two, actually. One, two. Um, two, three, four. Four games out of that whole road trip. Um, so they move themselves up the standings pretty well. They start to uh, another homestand. They're finally back home today at 635 Central Time against the Wisconsin Timber Rattlers, which is, fun fact was actually the home of the D3 College World Series last year, uh, which is in Appleton, Wisconsin. Um, they moved it this year to Cedar Rapids for the next four years, all three years from now, like 2020, 2021, 2022, and I think 2023. Um, it's going to be here, um, but they, they start their home game. I'll be at the game on Saturday against Clinton, the Lumber Kings, the former one of the former Mariners teams, it is now, I believe, the Miami Marlins minor league team. But the Colonels have a lot of talent right now on their team. They've got, I think, the number four prospect for the Twins um, at shortstop. They've also, I think, got number seven. He's still on the IL. I mean, they've got a lot of talent in this squad that has been called up, um, and they sit. Oh, what? Let me read this. I gotta go back. They sit in the third place in the Midwestern League Western. This conference is in two conferences or two divisions. Um, and the the leader of all of those is the Great Lake Loons, home of the LA the LA Dodgers um, single A team. Um, I think Cedar Rapids is third or fourth out of the whole division. They sit at thirty four and thirty. Um, they are on a one game. They have a one game win streak right now. Um, but Great Lakes and Bowling Green, who are in the eastern part of the conference, have four wins. And the Dayton Dragons, who are 25-39, and 39, they are second to last in the Midwest League Eastern, have eight straight wins. So Dayton wants to make some moves. They're trying to get up in there. But it's funny, so like I was talking about with the Travelers, the Mariners, um, double-A team, they, they play the season in halves um, in minor league baseball. So how you qualify is... Number one, team finishing in first place in the Western Division's first half. They are the Western Division first half champion. Then you also have a first place in the Eastern Division is the Eastern's first half champion. Then team three and team four. So team three is going to be the Western first half wild card. So that's, I think, what Cedar Rapids is trying to push for is to be that number two team 
because they get a wild card, I believe, into the playoffs there. Um, and then the team finishing in second place in the Eastern, that's the Eastern half, first half wild card. Then we go into the second half, and that starts after next Tuesday when they have the um, All-Star, the Midwest League All-Star game, which will be in South Bend. Uh, the team finishing in first place in the Western Division second half will be the second half champion, so on and so forth as we go down. Um, it's very confusing. <laughs> very, very confusing. Um, so you can look at all these. I'll have to read it next week. I'm going to read it off next week while we talk about the, um, while they're doing the All-Star game on the 18th. So we'll go over that. We'll kind of break this down as we go, but I think Cedar Rapids is looking good. Um, I think they've got a lot of potential to get in there and either make that wild card or they could push and make, definitely make the be the first team. I mean, they need to rattle off some wins here. I don't think they can make it quite to be first, but they'd have to hope that the Quad Cities River Bandits lose and the Burlington Bees don't win um, to push them kind of up into that first spot or into that wild card spot. So, um, Colonels are looking good. Um, and I know they drafted the, tw- they had the draft, uh, last, I think Tuesday, Monday and Tuesday. So we had a lot of those guys, lots of good players going there. Um, we'll talk a little bit about those. I got to do some research on those guys for the Mariners and we'll look at the twins roster and we'll look at the Rockies as well. Um, lots of guys to start moving here. We're going to start single A short season teams, uh, like the Spokane Indians are going to start up soon. Uh, the Texas Rangers affiliate, and they'll have a lot of other teams that are starting up here. So, and we've got, you know, college league, summer league starting, um, all, all over the country. So, and then into college baseball some more here, as we're still talking about baseball, um, we're going to talk about the College World Series, the the Division One College World Series, as they call it, that is in Omaha. I was going to yell Omaha like Peyton Manning used to do, but I don't want to upset my neighbor on the wall opposite me here, and I'm already loud enough as it is. Um, we have an eight-team field, which is different. I'll talk about that a little bit in the when I talk about the D3, but you have in bracket one, Florida State, Art, the University of Arkansas, University of Michigan and Texas Tech University in bracket one. And then in bracket two, you have Auburn, Mississippi State, Louisville, and Vanderbilt. I In bracket one, I'm going to take, I, I, I'm going to stick with Texas Tech. I think they've been there before. I think they can do it. Um, Arkansas is dangerous. And I think Michigan's a little hot too because they beat the number one team in the country, um, which was UCLA. They were also a one seed. They went into LA and beat them. They had to win the series in the third game, but, um, and then in bracket two, it's Louisville, um, I'm gonna take Louisville, and I'm gonna also lean towards Vanderbilt a little bit, I think Vanderbilt's kind of hot too, they had a pitcher that threw 19 strikeouts, a, and a no-hitter in a super regional game, they played, um, who did Vanderbilt play, I want to remember who, Vanderbilt, Vanderbilt played Duke, um, so four SEC teams though in the tournament, which I wish they would do something to stem that. I don't think it's fair. I, I mean, it, it's fair. They played their way in. They won. They're just better than other teams, but that's just a lot of teams from one conference, but it, it just proves that the SEC is good at baseball. And then you've got two, I think ACC teams, um, in there and one 
Big Ten and one Big 12 school. So kind of the main schools that are in there. It would have been nice to see a Pac-10, Pac-12 team make it. I almost said Pac. I'm so used to Pac-10 because it was the Pac-10 for so long. Um, get in there. But the defending national champions, they got beat in their own uh, basically their own uh, regional site, which was Corvallis, um, which was Oregon State. They lost to, I think Michigan beat everybody, but they had Creighton and Cincinnati and Michigan in their bracket, which is a tough team. Michigan's been pretty good this year from what I've seen, but I'm going to take, uh, I'm going to take either Louisville or Texas Tech to win that one. So we move on from there too. Um, the NBA, we had game five of the NBA finals. Uh, Golden State pulls out a win in Toronto, 106 to 105. Kevin Durant is out with an injury. I have seen the video. It was sent to me by a friend. He really pulled his Achilles bad. Um, you know, he's coming off the injury. He thought he could play. He wanted to be tough. He wanted to, you know, be out there on the floor with his team. And he did very well. I think he left the game with 11 points. He'd hit a couple three-pointers. It just didn't hold up the way that I think he thought it would. And... And I think everybody, you know, watching him play thought, hey, he's ready to go. He's going to be, he's going to be good. He's, he's looking healthy. And it just, it didn't end up panning out the way that I think a lot of people thought it was going to. So bum, bum for KD. I do love KD as a Sonics fan. Um, he's always going to be a Sonic to me. Um, we drafted him. He played there. I know he still wears the occasional Sonics thing in press conferences and out you know, when he does things. Um, I do love Clay Thompson, a WSU fan in basketball. They, well, he was on the team that did really well. They went to the national, the NCAA tournament for the basketball. Um, I'm, I'm not a hater of Steph Curry. I just, I just, I, I like him. He's just not my favorite. Um, I would rather see Toronto win this because, you know, it's I relate it to kind of the way you know, people are like, oh, you don't want the Golden State Warriors to win, then why? And you like the Bulls. It's kind of the same thing. I'm like, it is kind of the same thing, but it's not kind of the same thing. I feel like that Bulls team all the way around was just very, very good. Steve Kerr, their coach, was on that team, uh, on a couple of those teams. But I don't know. I think, I think for me, it's just when there's a team that hasn't won something before. Uh, for example, when we talk about the NHL playoffs. Um, when you're in a situation like this, you really want them to win, I feel like, unless you're a diehard fan of the other team, which I get that. I understand. It's kind of like when the Seahawks lost to the Patriots. I was so sure that we were going to win another Super Bowl, and then, of course, that didn't happen. And I'm sick of Tom Brady winning. I'm sick of Tom Brady's conversation. Well, I was a sixth-round draft pick. Like, we get it. You've been saying that for 19 years, basically almost 19 years. It's, it's a great story, bro. Cool. I get that. And I know Boston fans love that. I just, I'm tired of it. It's the same thing over and over and over. And sometimes we need a little, you know, some differences in sports. We need a different team. We should want a different team to win to kind of, you know, change the way we look at things. And, you know, good for Toronto. You know, they had a 3-1 lead. Now it's 3-2. They got to go back to Golden State. And I'd love to see them win it in Golden State, but I'd also like to see them go to Game 7, and win it in Toronto in front of all their fans. So we can only hope in sports sometimes. But, you know, Golden State, are they 
better off without KD, or is not having KD going to hurt them? Um, we'll find out, you know, when we have some games, you know, there's a game Thursday, there's a game Friday, or it's, uh, Sunday. I think it's Sunday. Saturday or Sunday. Yeah, either way. We'll find out who wins, um, because it's ultimately, if Golden State wins, we're going to game seven. If Toronto wins this next one on Thursday, then it's over, um, and we move on, but bum for KD, but good game yesterday. It was very, very good. Um, I watched, I think, the first part of it, and Golden State was leading pretty well, and then KD went out, and they held their own for a little while, and then the Raptors kind of started to take over a little bit, and luckily, the, the Warriors got their shots to fall there at the end, and Toronto tried and couldn't get them to fall, so we'll see what happens as we go from there. But uh, we're going to move into the NHL playoffs. We are at Game 7 of the Stanley Cup Finals. It is a 3-3 series. Um, St. Louis had the chance to win it in St. Louis, and they got blown out 5-1 to one at home. Now they've got to go back to Boston, which I believe is tomorrow for Game 7, and we find out who wins. Does Boston walk away with another Stanley Cup, or does St. Louis, I think, get their first or second? I, I can't remember. But in this sense, I don't hate on Boston. I lo- I've never been to Boston, but I know people from Boston. Um, I've met people from Boston. They're very nice. Um, and they win all the time. You know, we have the Patriots who won the Super Bowl. And you've got the Red Sox who won the World Series. Let another team have a championship. That's all I got to say. You know, let St. Louis. I don't don't let them, but I know St. Louis will play hard. They want it. They want this this Stanley Cup, and I think for them it'll be good because the Rams left, and there's I mean you've got the Cardinals and you've got the Blues there, and I'm probably missing some teams, but let's let these fan base. You know, if they win, good for them. I want them to win, even though they beat my my beloved Avalanche that I root for. Um, I say beloved as a fan who's only been a fan. I've, I mean, I've been a fan since they won the Stanley Cups a few years back in 95 and I think 2001. Um, but I want to see St. Louis win. And that's not a, nothing against Boston and their fans. I just, I want to see St. Louis win. I've seen Boston win before, you know, and it's kind of like in baseball. I've seen Boston win a World Series. And it was nice, you know, when the as much as I dislike the Astros, to see the Astros win a World Series and to see the Cubs win a World Series. You know, it's 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 fun to watch new teams win or teams that I haven't seen ever win in my lifetime win championships. Um, I know the Royals won a World... I think the Royals won a World Series a few years back, and that was fun to watch too. Um, but I like seeing differences in sports. Um, and that, And that makes me different, I guess. Um, and there's some teams that I never want them to win a title, like the Portland Timbers won 2015. I could have cared less if they won um, because I dis- dislike them heavily. Um, not the city of Portland, the Portland Timbers. I love the Portland Trailblazers. See, there's a difference there. <laughs> but we'll see. Uh, you know, it's game seven. It's t- it's 3-3. Three, three. You know, these these are the pressure situations. This is where we find out, can the Blues actually get it done can they go into Boston? Can they beat them? Or does Boston, you know, leave with their home fans with a with a championship and they get to cheer and party and have a good time? So I'm pulling for St. Louis, but we'll see what happens on that end. So now we move to the end 
the ending part of the show, where I'm going to now talk about what I spent last week, a week and a half ago, um, covering, and that was the NCAA Division Three National Baseball Championship, otherwise the D3 College World Series, as I'm going to call it from now on. We had an eight-team tournament. It's very similar to the D1 tournament I talked about. You have eight teams. I wasn't used to that. I'm used to having ten. Uh, two teams, you know, usually have a bye the first day. Everybody pretty much played that first day. Um, we had, you know, teams from all over the country, kind of. You know, we had two from Massachusetts, and good for them. They were two teams that were very, very good. Um, but we'll go down the list. You know, Chapman, uh, Chapman from Orange, California. You had Washington and Jefferson College from Pennsylvania. You had Webster. Uh, Webster, I think, University from St. Louis. They had a really cool mascot, by the way, if you listen to my old, um, my episode 31, because this is episode 32. Um, they had a mascot called the Gorlocks. Very cool. Go look it up sometime. It's an interesting mascot. You had the University of Massachusetts Boston Beacons. You can guess where they're from. Boston. Um, they were a fun team to watch, too. Uh, Babson, the Beavers, they have a cool mascot. Their Beaver is very cool. It's much different, I think, than the Oregon State Beavers. Uh, they were also from Massachusetts, Babson College. Johns Hopkins uh, University. No, not all of, not everybody that goes to Johns Hopkins are doctors. I, I did learn that. I thought it was like a basically just a medical school. No, there's a lot of different things there, but a lot of them do go to school there to be doctors. They are the Blue Jays. They had a they had a good run in the tournament. Um, you had Birmingham Southern from Birmingham, Alabama, and then Heidelberg, which I messed up their name when I was talking about them. I didn't look it up very well. I called them the Knights, but they're actually the student princes, and they're from Ohio. So they they had a good run as well, too. A um, couple of tough games there. But overall, um, you know, it was a fun tournament to watch. Um you know, we had a couple teams that went into the week undefeated. Um, we had one team that had to play several elimination games. Um, Chapman University was one of them. They ended up winning their first game, but then lost to UMass Boston 10-6 to on Saturday the 1st. Then they had to play Washington and Jefferson again. Then they had to beat UMass Boston two more times, which would have been elimination games as well. Uh, once they beat UMass Boston, because UMass Boston hadn't lost. Um, they basically, they beat them, they were undefeated, they had two, uh, two wins, they had moved on, basically, if they had one win, they would have got in, um, to the national championship round, but Chapman had other stories, or, or other plans for them, um, and so Chapman beat them twice, got into the national championship round, and then out of the other pool, you know, you had Babson, who lost, but they beat Heidelberg, um, they lost a close one to Johns Hopkins. Birmingham Southern swept through the entire thing. Uh, they beat Johns Hopkins 15-4 to to get into the championship round. Now, the interesting thing about the championship round is it's a double elimination tournament, but once you get to the championship round, when you're the last two teams, your record is your wins and losses are gone. Well, your wins are still there, but your losses don't count anymore. You basically have three chances, well... There's three games, if it, if it comes down to it. It's a best-of-three series. Um, they played two games on the fourth, which I was there for both of those. Uh, Chapman won 6-4 to four in the first one against Birmingham Southern and then went on to win the late ge- the afternoon game 11 to nothing against Birmingham Southern, and that made Chapman the champions 
of the Division Three baseball tournament. That was a fun team to watch. Um, you thought at times they might not quite get it done, but they had other other plans. Like I said, you know, they had to play Washington and Jefferson twice. They played them in the first game. That was an elimination game, or not an elimination game. Washington and Jefferson came back and beat Webster to play Chapman again in a loser go home. And then, you know, the team that I thought was very fun to watch, too, was UMass Boston. They had cool jerseys. They had a little fun uh, rally fish that they would feed every time they need some runs. Hopefully he gave them some boost. It just wasn't quite enough. Then they had two straight losses. Um, but... You know, Chapman was fun to watch. Birmingham Southern was fun to watch. John Hopkins was fun to watch. I mean, every team here was fun to watch. Um, but I kind of, I, as I went along, I kind of had my eye on two teams. And that was Chapman and UMass Boston. Um, UMass Boston had a great coach. Um, very nice guy. He I, At the press conference I sit in, he, you could tell he was very passionate about his um, players. Same with Birmingham Southerns when I sat in on their press conference. And even Chapman as well, too. So... Um, but UMass Boston had some fun jerseys. They had an old school, it looked kind of like the Houston Astros old jerseys, uh, which was, which was super cool. But I had a lot of fun covering this tournament. Um, I'm hoping that next year I'll get the same opportunity. Um, I want to give a big thanks to, uh, Pat and Jim from D3Baseball.com. Um, Jim covers, I know he does D3Baseball and Pat helps him kind of in the, from what I understood was kind of as we get into the, the regionals and the super regionals and all that, Pat kind of gives him a hand. But Pat does D3 football as well. Um, those two guys, you know, they were kind enough to reach out. And, you know, we kind of um, talked and they were able to let me kind of use their space as well too on the championship day. Um, you know, they kind of gave me the things that I needed. I didn't realize I could go to press conferences. I had a media pass. Um, they kind of gave me that. I didn't know there was an area for um, food for people with media passes. So next year I will remember that when I'm hungry <laughs> and not spending money on, on that stuff as well. So, um, But a big thank you to them for reaching out. And hopefully next year I'd like to do a couple of you know podcasts with them where we talk about the tournament. Maybe do a preview with, with Jim or Pat or both. Um, which I think would be fun. I'm going to try to do more live things. I had planned on doing some, but it was hard to kind of get it done in between games, and I was doing other things as well. So I didn't get to cover all the games, but I got recaps of basically everything on that. And anybody who followed me on Twitter who might listen to this show and hit the like, the heart button or the like button or retweeted a tweet, I thank you for that. Um, thank you for letting me live tweet. And a big thank you to, I believe his name is Dan from the American Rivers Conference. Uh, who allowed me to cover the tournament as well? They were the host. I think they kind of can. They were the ones that gave passes and everything. So big thank you to them. I hope I covered it uh, to your standards, and I hope that you'll give me the opportunity next year. But we'll definitely be going back next year. I think I'm going to take more time off next year and kind of get myself into being there for the whole week rather than just a few days. Um, so we'll see how that rolls. I'll try to go to more things like the the opening ceremonies and things like that. And I'm going to try to cover it a little more as we go through the year next year. So I'm kind of into D3 baseball now. It's it's a it's a new thing. It's it's something that I find interesting. So definitely we will be back next year. I think that's everything for today. Um, typical, you know, typical showtime. We're about 30 minutes into this. So 
This is the second time I had to record this because for some reason I lost everything before. Shame on me. I'll do better next time. But thank you so much for listening. Thank you for putting up with me being gone for a week. If you really enjoy the show every week, um, don't forget you can find the show on Apple Podcasts, which I heard they're getting rid of iTunes. Um, so Apple Podcasts, you can find it on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, um, definitely on iTunes and Apple or on Apple Podcasts. You know, if you like the show, give it five, give it, give it some stars. Just please don't give it a one star. I work very hard. No, if you think it's a one star, that's fine. Uh, leave a comment too on there. I read, I try to check and see if I get new things. Um, but thank you for listening. Please rate it. Check out the rest of the shows on timespentpoorly.fun. You know, you got the Time Spent Poorly show. Uh, they're on a little bit of a break as Derek, uh, one of the hosts there, um, got married this last weekend. So congratulations to him and Bree. Um, and then I think sports program will probably be coming back. I think they've had some shows, but I, I haven't seen any in a while. They may be coming back in the fall when school kicks back in. So we'll kind of see that. So, But you can find all those episodes and re-listen to them there. Um, I know, I think Ward might be posting some snippets in time from old Time Spent Proly shows, which was Basement Boys previously. Um, so you might hear some of that on there. But uh, with that said, I've got some things i got to do. So I'm going to wrap the show up for the day. Um, thank you so much for sitting down and listening to the show. And I'm still working on trying to get some people to come back and maybe getting another microphone and things like that so I can have more than one guest in here. So thank you for listening. Enjoy the rest of your Tuesday. Please watch some soccer. Please watch the Women's World Cup. The women's team needs our support here in the United States. Or just root for a team that you think is fun to watch. Hopefully they get through. Um, or just watch sports in general. You know, we're going to have College World Series, Game 7, Game 6 of the NBA. Um, and then there's always baseball. Baseball, baseball, baseball. And then we'll soon we'll be in football season here soon. So thanks for listening. Enjoy the rest of your week, enjoy your weekend, and you all have a great day.